I do stuff with um, a group called Elate the Minds. Okay. So we talk to juvenile detention center kids. We talk to um, just local children that may be in a rough neighborhood like Glendale, Rose Park, all these type of places, Kearns. Um, we just go there to middle schools, high schools, and we just speak to kids and uplift them and see them, so, see people that look like them that's doing something. You got to really put that into your world, like if that's what you want to do. Yeah. And if you get there, you're successful. Or if you're even working towards that, you're successful because you're not sitting on it. Happy Friday, everybody. I hope you guys have had a great week. I hope that you're ready for today's episode because I got to sit down with Damar Jones and really dive into some awesome topics. But before I get into that, I wanted to let you guys know about the pre-release of my book, Sales Genius, that's coming out. So if you're a business owner, if you're a freelancer, or if you want to get uh, better at sales, this is the book for you. And when you pre-order today, you get 90 minutes of free sales coaching from me. So uh, it's an incredible deal. On top of all of that, my other course, Virtual Assistant University is out. So if you're listening to this and you've always wanted to start a business, but you just don't know where to start and you don't want to do an MLM, this is it. This is the best way to get into any industry that you want to be in, figure out the nuts and bolts, and then dive right in. So go check those both out. They're in my uh, link in the description below this episode. Now, without further ado, Damar Jones, he is an actor, he's a model, he's a motivational speaker, and you'll get to hear all of those amazing stories and meet Damar in this episode. It was absolutely fantastic. I, I had such a great time. It was an honor for him to be on. So with all that being said, share this with your friends because it's going to be the best thing you hear all weekend. And uh, if I don't see you before Thanksgiving, I hope I do. I hope you tune in. But Thanksgiving is coming up. Happy Thanksgiving. And please welcome Damar Jones. Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. Some people like to edit it first. Yeah. I don't want to get caught saying something they can't cut out. Oh, well, so did you, did you filled out my form? Yeah. This I is live. Form. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yes. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Boom. We're, we're, out, we're out there. I did this. Uh, are we good? Yeah. Okay. I did this with a politician. I interviewed a politician the other day. Yeah. And I was like, um, this is live and I don't edit. Did he so. go, okay, well. <laughs> You know, it's like, been, right, you know, like, 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 well, uh, phew, the time. Yeah, he was like, where's my PR team? Where, yeah. No. Well, they didn't say anything about this. Yeah, but, right. okay. yeah no, but uh, I like, I like doing it. I like doing it live. It's, yes. It's authentic. Yes. You get, you get what you get. You get everything. And uh, I've made some mistakes live and that it, it's better to learn from because it hurts more. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, you get to see it back too. Yeah, exactly. You're like, dude, you said that. I was like, well, I can't take it out now, and I, and that's why I have everybody sign that form at the end because I'm like, you know, yeah. well, if you say it, it's on you. It's it's, not. It's, <laughs> but I'll let you know. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's yep. right. But so, Damar, so I'm really glad that you reached out on Facebook. Yes. that you made that comment because um, Connect Utah is, is cool, but whenever I put on connect Utah, like who wants to come on my podcast, right? I get like a, a million comments. Yeah. Everybody wants to be on. Um, but the hard part is, is like some people don't know what to talk about. Right. So I was like, Hey, what can you talk about forever? And then I go through and I pick like, Oh, I like to talk to this. Yeah. I want to talk to this guy. Let me talk to this guy, yeah. this girl, whoever. And, uh, it changes because now we have something to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I already got something to talk about. We can talk about <laughs> how microphones didn't work for our 
just, it just happens to be like that. Yeah, no. yeah, exactly, man. So, so, uh, but I'm really glad that you posted out there. And uh, I know you're an actor, you're yes, a model. Sir. I've seen some of your uh, f- uh, Facebook videos that you put out there. Yes. I tried to watch some of the movies, but I don't know where to, where do you watch some of those movies? So the, all the movies and stuff is on Amazon Prime. We, um, Inglewood Films, okay. they have a, um, we have agreement with Amazon Prime that our movies go there. But oh, wow. right now we're, since we're doing bigger and better things, we're trying to reach out to Netflix and all these things now, waiting on Sundance for a movie we just put out called The Shoebox. And so oh, wow. it's a lot of big things happening, man, from a, from six fellas making movies to now it's big productions. And wow. Dude. Really so, crazy. so that's, that's your crew, six guys. It, it, in the beginning, it was six of us. Oh, wow, man. Like shooting off of a little handheld camera. Oh, really? Some of the, the ones thing. we got up here. Oh yeah. Doing the thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so now that you got a 50, $60,000 red camera, we making cinematic films. That's so right. People kind of want to join team. They want to get along with Ward. Like, <laughs> hey, let's see what these guys is doing. And so now we were just on a, horror movie set the other day with like 20 something people out there we just looking wow. around like man look where we've come yeah no kidding what like can you tell us what movie that was so it's called algia um okay god of pain okay wait it's i've seen i've seen film. some of this oh, though yeah, you've seen a little skinny creepy dude with a white mask okay yeah, that's it <laughs> it's the weirdest he's the weirdest looking dude ever but he's so terrifying because the, the concept of it is he takes these bad guys who are or in prison and stuff like that for whatever cause they did in their own life or whatever they've done. Uh-huh. He shows them what they've done and he punishes them for it. Oh, wow. Life. Yeah. In like another <laughs> realm. Wow. So, uh, man, there's so many things I want to talk oh, about. Right? You know what I'm saying? But I um, got time. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We got time too. <laughs> and, and we have a power cord for the Mac. There you so, go. <laughs> I, 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 I take it. There has been an issue. There was. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, when we were interviewing, um, the, he was a state senator Ew. and uh, we got, we were like an hour in and we were going back and forth and, and Ben goes, he's like, Hey, we're going to run out of power. And I'm like, ah, damn it. <laughs> that senator was like, <laughs> yes, yeah, we were, power. well, yeah, we were talking about a few things. Yeah. We talked about a few things for sure. Um, but, but Damar, I overheard you when you were on Instagram live earlier that, um, you started out singing just in church, right? Dude, church. Okay. Yeah. My grandmother. So it's an interesting story. Um, we weren't allowed to sing secular music in the house. And okay. you know, back back then, Jody scene, all of them was popping. Yeah. And so I would get in the bathtub because in the South, they didn't have showers. We had bathtubs. And so we sat in the bathtub and I would just sing in my heart out one day. My grandmother was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and so she comes in. She's like, what are you singing? And I'm like, uh, uh, uh. She's like, you don't sing that in my house. But since I know you sing, we going to sing at church. <laughs> There you go. Oh, yeah. So Grandma, that Sunday, grandmother's that Sunday, way, yeah. grandma did the little test for, you know, you wake up, you do the testimony and you stand up and all they tell her how good God is in their life. <laughs> and my grandmother stood up and she was like, God's been so good to me. So good that I think my, my grandson, he got a little something he want to <laughs> sing for y'all today. And I'm sitting there, I'm looking around like, oh, and then you can start singing and stuff like that. And then you get the reaction of the people and you, you think you're okay. But when you get people standing up and they, some about black churches where they get this fan in their hands and they go, sing that boy, <laughs> sing it. That right there just gives you everything. I'm like, oh, okay, all yeah. right, all right. You're so, ready yeah, to go. It, it makes yes. you ready to so go. Every sense it was, it was singing and performing and stuff like that. And when I moved out to Utah, that was the first thing I did when I got out here oh, via nice. the military. Is I linked up with some people who did music locally and we just started 
singing and opening singing. up for major artists and all that kind of stuff. So that was my passion first right out the gate. Oh, wow. Singing and singing in big crowds. And, and, and up. Yeah. so you got you got here to, and you started singing. You said you opened for some major people. Man, Bone Thugs and Harmony, E-40. Whoa. Like, Wow, wow. That's like, not a joke. All kind, I yeah, love those all, guys. I love you for stuff, it. Man, yeah, it's just, just, it was with a group called CSC, man. And yeah. we, we were wow. like a couple of us. I had a girl singer who ended up being my wife. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Congrats. Yeah, <laughs> you know. No. <laughs> right, but, right. Uh, yeah, Dean Risco, another guy who's in LA right now, he just came out with another album called The Good Wolf. And we just saw in Donnell Benjamin, we call him um, Papa Mischief. And uh, wow. It, it was a lot. Our crew was really heavy and we was putting out big shows locally in bars and everything, everywhere. Yeah. Putting out people and having fun. That's know. great, man. Yeah. And then we got old and now. <laughs> what what you know, time What time days. period was this when you were that out singing? Early man? 2000s. Early okay. 2000s. So, so was that E-40's My Ghetto Report card? It's like around that time. Heck yeah. yeah. I love oh, My Ghetto man, Report dude. Card. That dude is so suave in real life. Like he's just, he is that dude. dude he, he's that guy. All <laughs> really? the way. He's so Oakland. He's so Oakland. It's just every yeah. He's he's wow. so good. Yeah, he's a nice guy, man. One of the coolest artists I've ever met. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. So you got to meet E Forty. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, we, we were fortunate enough to meet everybody because we were dope. Like we had crowds. Like ah. so oh, they would yeah. get there and they'd be like, what the hell? like we, we was always the ones open right before them and then yeah, come out peak. It's like okay. Yeah. Okay, Utah. Wow. Yeah, they go, okay, Utah. You know what, though? I say that, though, because I'm about to interview some local artists. Uh, Utah has slept on. I don't know why, though. There's some amazing, amazing artists it's out here. It's the stigma with Utah. Yeah. Mormons. Sure. Low percent beer. <laughs> low, yeah, low percent. Memberships to get in clubs. You know, people just remember the bad things about Utah. And, That's yeah, true. You, know, you can't get weed here. So people are like... <laughs> What are we? What is All right, Utah? not not good what, weed. Utah's taking up space right now. What is Utah doing? Yeah, but it's so much talent. As soon as everybody started working together, this place would be even more on the map. Like, that's that's a good wow. point. That's why I love uh, Dre. He's trying to bring them all together. I love what Dre's doing with United. Yeah, else, man. I love it. I'm glad that I'm glad that he found his way to United too. I'm glad that he's doing everything. Well, the the artists that I've only come across artists because Dre does his like you know, his reaction videos and things like that. And yes. I'm like, oh my gosh, man. Man, big ooze, everything. I've, I've yep. seen all kinds of people on there that I'm like, that's here? <laughs> right in our backyard? Wow. They filmed that right in our backyard? The JPs, the everybody, man. Yeah. Just getting that shine like they're supposed to out here, man. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. And uh, and I, so I remember seeing um, JD yeah. on, you know, he, uh, Dre was promoting a few things on Facebook and I was like, man, what is this? And, and I, and I was, I, you know, I, I kind of got shy cause I was like, I don't have a big platform, but I would love to like talk to some of these people. So when you reached out to me, um, I thought we were just going to have a great conversation and, and I just started doing my research. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is it. Yeah. bro, <laughs> I was like, we, we This is cool. We won music video awards, man. Like before we yeah. got into the movies and stuff real tough. Wow. Music videos. JD and doing music videos with people and winning out in Provo at, Music fit, music festivals, and all that kind of stuff. And wow! You, yeah, like people like <laughs> Provo, JD Allen. Okay, yeah, no, this great stuff though, man. Yeah, it's yeah. it's unreal, man. It's super cool. So, how did you switch from, or, or maybe not switch, but you know, transition from singing to acting? Acting has always been a part of my life. Okay, like, um, I, I took theater and stuff in college, and it's just always been something I wanted to do, but just yeah. never had the means and. I'm retired from the military through the Air Force. And so 
when I got out, it was like time. Like now I got the time to do so without somebody telling me, nope, you can't go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got for, you. yeah, for Yeah, real. military got you. They got you. So when I got out, I went, I dove straight in. And yeah. thanks to JD and, and everybody, like, they gave me a little chance, man. And my, actually my first film right out the gate was through Disney, man. I got a Disney movie right out the gate. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> right out the gate. And I was like. Wow. Yeah. What movie I, I, was that? A Minute Man. Oh, no. Where the kids go back in time to save yeah. the bullies. Yeah. yeah, man. I was one of the FBI dudes, you know, me and the guy from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh. <laughs> oh, Trevor. Trevor, if you're watching, brother, I, that's, that was my claim to fame. Man. Yeah, buddy. That's yeah, awesome. No, that, yeah, that's, yeah, we, uh, yeah, made that, made that thing hot. And that's cool. Had fun on set. And I got the bug after that. I was like, this is what I, movies is about. You start seeing the magic, like this is how it happens. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm, I'm hooked. Yeah, I'm <laughs> well, hooked. yeah, if your first, if your first gigs, uh... what's up everybody. I wanted to interrupt this podcast to let you know about a new course that I recently launched called starting your own virtual assistant agency. And it's absolutely wonderful. It worked wonders for me. Uh, it made me over 1500 bucks a month in steady income that I could do on the side. And this course is for everybody who wants to network. Maybe you're a stay at home parent. Maybe you want to break into another industry. This is exactly how you do it. I'm going to teach you how to start it up, how to land your first client, negotiate first deal, uh, what skills you need, all that good stuff. You can find the link for that in the description below of this podcast. And when you use code think 10, you can save 10% off any package on top of all of that. When you buy a package, you get lifetime updates absolutely free and really it's the most affordable way to start a business so what are you waiting for click that link in the description below and i'll see you guys on the other side big disney time. movie oh, big yeah. disney movie that's oh. that's legit how did you how did you land that how'd you get that dude <laughs> i came out here i went and got an agency agent and back at the time it was true talent i guess they were doing some chase stuff so they're not around anymore oh okay. it was true talent and um they wanted me to pay. I was like, no, I ain't paying. I went to school for this. And they was like, okay, well, we'll just your work agreement where they take 10% or 15%. Yeah, whatever. whatever they find yeah. for you. And he's like, well, we got a Disney one coming up and you're military. So I was still in the military then. And I was like, you're militant. So you might be able to do this role real good. So I was yeah. like, all right, yeah, I'll try FBI agent out. Yeah. I pulled up on that thing. And then I get to the audition and then you see right there is Trevor the dude from Napoleon Dynamite. I just watched Napoleon Dynamite not, not too long ago and I'm seeing this guy and I'm like, what? Wow. There's no way I'm getting this part because I asked him what he's doing. Yeah. I was like, what you going up for? He's like, oh, you're one of the FBI agents. I was like, oh, I might as well go <laughs> out to the car. That's it. They said, right, right. pick him. Yeah, they're going to pick him. And they end up liking us both because we got to read together. We made him laugh so hard, man. It was like a comedy. We had him dying. Wow. Like, oh, we got to get both of you guys and when they told me that, I thought I was instantly rich. I was like calling everybody like, we made it, baby. We're on Disney. We, we made it. It's over. <laughs> it's done. I'm ready to walk into the military right now. Take yeah. my uniform off. I'm on yeah, 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 yeah. No, it wasn't that big of a roll. Two seconds. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I was on there long enough for somebody to see it was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, they yeah. get on the credits or something like That's that. That's it, man. And then it looked good on the resume. They, they, you go to your next movie, they go, oh, Disney. Oh, so you're an actor, actor. Yeah, I'm not playing. Yeah. <laughs> see that. You see yeah, that right yeah. there. And you're like, walk on. Yeah. Let's see, go. They're like, oh, come on. They, just, they do me like I did Trevor Wells. He's in a Disney movie. He can be in ours. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's cool. There we man. go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. What was it like working for Disney or with Disney? Money. They yeah. got so much money. I had my wow. own trailer for a two second 
I had my own trailer, like for two seconds. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's I was awesome. Like, really? My lines is like short. And that's for me. My name was on the side. It, mysterious that, man. That's cool. Nice. <laughs> I'm in there. I'm just, I ain't even, it wasn't even like really, YouTube wasn't even popping off super big yet or nothing like that. So I didn't even have no social media fit. Oh, I just wish Instagram was popping in. Cause I yeah. there like, you know. <laughs> It's my life. You know, this is how we do it. You know, I don't oh, know where you're at right now, but this is where I'm at in my trailer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's it, man. It was it was fun. It was wow. Fun. And uh, just it just set my ideas and how I saw my life to be as like, this is it. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. This feels too good. Yeah. And for something to be naturally, this is I think I'm naturally gifted at this. Yeah. So you take the classes and you hone your skills and you learn monologues and you do all this kind of stuff. You go for all these auditions and it's a part of the thrill. Yeah. I never thought I'd enjoy being told no so much. Like, wow. Yeah. What do you mean? Just so many auditions and roles. Oh, that you just never no, get. no, yeah, no, just, no. You, you, you enjoy no so much. Like, oh, okay. All right. I didn't get this one on to the next. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't get this one on to the next. They don't even let you know that you don't get it. Oh, You'll wow. see the commercial and you go, oh, I didn't get it. Oh, <laughs> There it is right so now. Like, you don't know. You just see it in theaters. And you're like, yeah, you're not, oh, oh, yeah. not a good thing. Yeah, I, I didn't get it. I was waiting this whole time. No, I didn't get it. Yes. That's interesting. So they don't tell you. They so you just you. so you just go, 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 go. All the time they tell you is if you make it. Like, so you just go audition, 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 audition. And, and if you, you say you're available, I'm available, I'm available until somebody says, you got the job. And you have to call everybody else. Hey, man, I'm not available those dates I told you I was available for. I just yeah. this role. Yeah. yeah. It's like that. Well, you got to do that sometimes. You got to do it. Because I, I love that, though, because it's that like commit first, figure it out later. Oh, yeah. It's, that can get dangerous sometimes, but it's it's worth it. But oh, you got to do it. You got to do it. It's yeah, because like sitting it, there <laughs> hoping. That's it. Yeah. yeah just you, putting all your ducks in one row like, <clears throat> I'm getting this role. And all these other auditions. Nope. I just auditioned for this. You guys wait. Yeah. Yeah. You you'll never get it like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of life lessons in that, oh, which yeah. is something that you talk a lot about. Yes. As far as I like, and you mentor those younger than us. Yes. So I do stuff with um, a group called Elate the Minds. Okay. We, go and we talk to juvenile detention center kids. We talk to um, just local children that maybe in a rough neighborhood like Glendale, Rose Park, all these type of places, Kearns. Um, we just go there to middle schools, high schools, and we just speak to kids and uplift them and see them, see people that look like them that's doing something yeah. outside of the ordinary. Because a lot of people feel like they get stuck. And yeah. so me and my friend Tua Kealoa, and he started it first, like he was doing it out here. He's an actor out here also. And he wow. was yeah, I've actor. seen, I've seen him on a couple Tua, of things. Yeah, yeah. Tua is like, he's the man. So he was already speaking to kids and stuff with his group. And, then, and I was yeah. like, dude, can I get down? And he was like, want to speak come speak and let me speak and i caught the bug with that too i was like this is public speaking school especially when you're love when you're talking to a, a such a malleable group like like young kids who who really all it takes is looking at someone that looks like them doing something that you know because when you're in those those neighborhoods it's mm-hmm. like school or you know maybe get in trouble or something like that you know or or basketball end up, or yeah. football or you ain't got that, then you do the family business or yeah, whatever. Like yeah. that's it. Like, yeah, I grew up in a really small town in Iowa, and it was like that. It was like you, you know, you either go the college route or you go work in the local factory or you end up in trouble. Yeah, I mean, it. then that's that's all. So I knew, yeah, and that's really cool. We had speakers come, and I remember a few of them like, "Yeah, I don't want to be here anymore. Man. <laughs> I got to get out of here, dude." Yeah, it's, it's so many kids feel like that, but they yeah. have no idea how to even get started. And then you have yeah. somebody that say, man, I've seen your shoes, man. 
And then this usually you hear that all the time. You have people come and speak to them and they go, you could do whatever you want to do. And they go, okay, dude, you're rich or okay. Yeah, bro, you, you don't, you don't grow up in what I've grown up in. That's fair. And yeah. then you have somebody that actually have you and they, they lean forward and go, really? Yeah. Okay. And then you got to show them proof because kids will test you. <laughs> okay, what movie were you in? And then you tell them and they go. <laughs> oh, okay. friends. <laughs> and then they're really listening. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. And it's, it's so cool. Like, so it's like you got to have backing with kids. Kids, yeah. Yeah, you got to find some credibility. With I was like, kids okay, you sure. do that for me, but you don't test Santa Claus. <laughs> That's how y'all going to do me. Or your teachers? Yeah, your teachers in school. Yeah, just believe, but you got to test me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. There. Yeah, that's. But that's really cool. Um, what are some of the things you like to talk to them about and kind of hype them up about? Oh man, like um, my main thing is I tell them that they're not their environment; that they are their environment. They they really set the course for their life. Yeah. About it. Um, you're going to have people throughout your whole life that's going to tell you, you can't do this, you can't do yeah. that, or they're going to live, they're going to project their lives onto you. And just because they didn't make it, you're going to make it, yeah. you're not going to make it or whatever. And you got to look past yeah. all of that and keep it moving. Um, I just basically let them know that there's opportunities out there if you just step forward and I give them inspirational stories about my life that I've seen and my hiccups and my failures along with my successes and they go, okay, so you have failed. So you're not perfect. Mm. Okay, cool. And you still are where you are. Cause I let them, I remind them that the moments that they're living in right now is just this big compared to a great big life. Yeah. Like when you actually think about it, it may, oh, yeah. it may seem like this little thing that's going through is your whole world because it's right now, but man, you still got life to live. Even when you time. turn 30, there's people that live to 60. So that's another 30 years to get it together. <laughs> It's like what you thinking? Oh, my thirties, man, I missed it. No, dude, you got like thirty more good ones if yeah. you really take care of yourself. You got thirty more good ones. Yeah, and you it, get stuff going on, man. And they're so, good if you want to make them. If good. you want to make them good, man, you got chance. You got a time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I think what's cool about, especially speaking to like youth, is you know I tweeted this earlier today, which is like the one of the reasons I started the podcast was to show everybody that su- success looks every looks different for everyone else. Yes. Right. And, uh, you know, because when you're especially when you're that young, I feel like, you know, it's either like the movies or millionaire or but but you can be happy doing what you're doing, even if you're not a billionaire. And I wrote that, too. I was like, and but trust me, some of you guys don't want to live like Musk or Bezos or some of these billionaires. Right. That's why I open up every speak and I ask everybody, what do they want to be when they get older? or What do they aspire to be? You hear anything from engineers to nurses to And I let them know that, hey, the reason I ask you guys that is because now you put it out in your universe and now your peers have heard what you want to do. And so now they secretly are going to hold you accountable (laughs) to that. Like when they see you or they see you messing up or they see you slacking off, they go, hey, man, don't you want to be? Or you just made a friend. Yeah. Dude, I want to do that, too. I didn't know you want to do that. Yeah. That's cool. cool. Let's be cool. (laughs) And yeah, like now you you got a partner in crime. And so it's like. You got to really put that into your world. Like if that's what you want to do, and yeah. if you get there, you're successful. Or if you're even working towards that, you're successful because you're not sitting on it. So yeah, and that's what I tell them, man. Just don't sit on it. Go get it. Just please go get it. You'll never know. I, I mean, I used to rob people when I was little. I used to steal. And I never thought I'd be a nuclear engineer, uh, actor, all these type of things. Wow. But like I never thought that that would be my life path. And I probably would have stayed there if I didn't have either people around me or I didn't think bigger of myself. Yeah. 
it took me to think bigger of myself to get out that situation. Yeah. And it's just what it was. That's it's a little mentality like that. That's crazy. So yeah. who did you have for you um, that helped kind of change your mindset, shift I your mind? I had a strong mother. I had a strong father. Uh, my father wasn't around. I knew where he was. And then I took it upon myself to go see it. Mm. It hurt my mom because she was like, why you want to stay with him? Why you want to go with him? You know, that yeah. Thing. yeah. But it was a part of the process. Like I needed to see that side. And so I made it, I took it upon myself to go see it. And then when I was there, he's a, he's a preacher and everything like that. So he put that in me and I was like, oh, wow. Fire, fire, huh? fire. like he put fire. That fire in me. And then after that, it was like, okay, I can do all kinds of stuff. And so I tried yeah. everything. And <laughs> if I fell on my butt, I tried everything. I was a knucklehead for sure. That, that, that had to get out of my system the hard way. And the military did that. It wasn't on my own. I butted heads with my father. Every which way, it was bad. It, it was bad. While I was trying to learn, I was trying to be um, a rebel at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it was nuts. But the military, ain't no, ain't no gray area with that. You, oh, what, you do what, it, you go home. Yeah. Yeah, for real. What made you want to join the military? The well, he was military, and okay. I had flunked out of, I flunked out of college. I had a basketball scholarship. East New Mexico University. Oh, Okay. And then I thought it was just about partying, balling, partying, sleeping, balling, <laughs> partying, balling. Yeah. Yeah. Forget school. Not yeah. that part. Man, that, who needs school? Yeah. I'm good at basketball. That over and over again. Yeah. No, I got kicked out pretty swiftly. Oh, wow. And, uh, my dad was like, you can't go back to no street stuff and, and you're not going to do well in a nine to five. So you got to join the military. Oh, uh, wow. Oh, okay. (laughs) But that's, you know, that, that takes a, I mean, that's a hard conversation to have with somebody though. You know, you're like, you're not going to do well in a nine to five. Yeah. That's true though. I mean, I wish a lot of people would say that, you know? Oh yeah. He knew me. He knew me. That was not going to be it. I was going to find a way to do something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Not well. I did a nine to five for a little bit, but then, you know, you have these thoughts and you do crazy things like (laughs) steal toilet paper for the family from Walmart because you know the guy in the back or whatever. Oh, like yeah. you, just, you just do things that'll get you in trouble slowly if that's not your life path. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> yeah. you you forget. Yeah. I mean, if that's not your life path, you forget like what you're doing. And so you get caught up in all these, you know, things that you know you shouldn't or maybe maybe that aren't wrong because but a lot of people get in these situations because they don't feel like there's anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, but you can go act, you can go sing and and crazy enough. Like people will give you a shot. They will. If you, if you just ask them. All you got to do is take a nice little picture of yourself and, and, and say, that's what you want to do. And show up. That's right. That's it. Show up. Yeah. Show, oh, I love that, dude. Cause so many people forget that. I feel like they, they're like, how do I do it? And I'm just like, just start, man. That's it. Show up. If you just, yeah, right. <laughs> just be there. Cause you've already won. Most people don't even do that. I mean, you really would be in the same position if you didn't go for it. Uh, I say that all the time, man, is like, you know, cause I'm in sales. I'm a big sales guy. And so people are like, like if I'm talking with somebody and, and I, and a peer is watching me and I lose a, you know, lose a sale, uh, they're like, Oh, you lost that deal. And I'm like, I didn't lose anything, man. I never had it. So I might as well go for it and give it my all. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't there to begin with. That's powerful. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, that's really it. Like go for it. And I, I, I tell these kids <clears throat> that I try to get a hundred no's a year. Yeah. They go, what? why would you yes, want to be told I that? Try to get a hundred no's. Why yeah. do you try to get a hundred no's? It takes you outside your comfort zone. It makes your skin thick. Yeah. Like if you get told no, you go, cool, mark down the no. Cool, I got one. Yeah. Or or you ask the 
either re- really ridiculous things or things you really want. But either way, you try to get your nose. Yeah. So by trying to get your nose, you spread yourself out. Yeah. Like you you just put yourself out there. And they always ask me, it's like, what's the most crazy no that you've gotten? Or what's the crazy yes that you've gotten that you thought you was going to get a no? I said, I have so many. Yeah. It's wild. Once you put yourself in that position, dude, like, yeah, it's nuts. You feel like a superhuman. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think the hardest is through the roof. Like people are scared of your confidence. Like, <laughs> and I think the hardest thing, I think the hardest thing to do when you're doing stuff like that is when you get a yes and you try not to freak out. Oh yeah. <laughs> you're like, that's, that's harder than a, handling a no. <laughs> Get on the phone. Really? Like, Hey, let me put you on hold real quick. Yeah. Dance. <laughs> do a little dance. Okay. I'm yeah. Back. I'm back. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah, I really need that. Yeah. <clears throat> right, right. <laughs> it's trying to thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's so fun. Oh, man. yeah. Well, yeah. and and what what people why I like chasing no's is because you I like to do the math behind it. <clears throat> you know, if I to get a hundred no's, I gotta talk to two hundred people. There you go. You know yeah. what I mean? Or yes. or whatever, right? Maybe oh, yeah. maybe less than that, but I gotta talk to a hundred and fifty, two hundred people. Oh yeah. That's the, that's usually how the ratio goes. Yeah, yeah. You got to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Above a hundred. So you can get that hundred. Yeah. That's yeah it. so, and yeah. so, it, and inevitably, if you talk to 150 people who are in your realm or in your sphere, um, yeah, I mean, you're probably not even going to get to a hundred no's because you're going to have a yeses and you're going to have, let's talk. And oh, yeah. you're going to have, Hey, may, Hey, not this one, but I have something over here for you. That, yeah. I get so many of the, um, well, hold on, let me, let me get back to you. And you're sitting, but I'll um, get back to you. It's like, <laughs> well, I guess that was secretly a no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I get back, back to you. you. Yeah, yeah. 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 I get back to you. So you're like, okay. All right. Cool. Right. <laughs> so you know, but then you got to follow up. Then you get to follow up with people. Yeah. Then you get to have more conversations and you get to network. And, um, and that's what I think is, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's what I think is missing in people. You're honing on some skills that's dead now. The social media has killed that. Killed Everybody me. wants instant, that instant gratification. Oh, yeah. They want that. I need that. And if right I now. can't get that, then I'm going to be sad and depressed about it. But when you actually put yourself out in real life and talk to somebody face to face and get those bonds and people see you, you might not get it then. But yeah. say y'all walking through the mall and that person sees you and they go, hey, I remember you. Did, did you still want that job? That we still got, we got an opening now. And you go, yeah, I, I remember seeing you. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, we love to do that. And, oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> and it's like you learn these skills that is like gone. Like these skills are not around to have these interactions, that intimacy with people anymore. It's like now you just either get it or you don't. Yeah, you like hit the like. You or hit the like and, and it's on. cool. You move on. It's sort of attention span. Anything <sighs> over the sixty seconds just is too much. And and that's yeah, it. yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, you get everything. All information in small doses. You already know it, so you don't have to work hard for it. You know where to find it. It's easy. But actually going out there and putting yourself out there is pretty tough. Yeah. And I told my son, I was like, you know, it's probably hard nowadays. Just walk to a group. Like, you know what? I like you. Yeah. I want to take you out. <laughs> that's scary. He goes, oh, that's super scary. I was like, I know. Because nobody wants to get that no to their face. Like, ew, no. It's easy to get that that's on social media. You can delete it. <clears throat> Yeah, forget whatever. about it. Right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, this. Yeah, or say okay. something real brave, like whatever. You're not too. You're not good enough for me anyway. Like right, that type of stuff. Right. You never Behind tell nobody. In, yeah, you no, never you tell nobody. That's all right. You're not good enough for me anyway. You walk away. Yeah, no, that's not. That doesn't happen. So. No, it doesn't happen. Like not unless you're like a narcissist or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are has it beneath me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that is that. I've noticed that. Um, and I, I, uh, I got married before Tinder became big. 
You know what I mean? And, yeah. and we had to do all that, go and talk to girls, get rejected in front of everybody. And uh, I think, it, you know, if you handled it the right way, if you had a mentor there, if you had parents or whoever, friends there, whoever, um, to just tell you like, hey, man, we, that's part of this game. Move on. You know, let's go to this party or whatever. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and same thing with life. Like if you get rejected from a job, like how do you handle that? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you just, well, you just do the same thing. You just move on, man. I was, I was, man, I was talking to somebody the other day, like people don't know how to take an L anymore. Nobody knows how to take a loss. Yeah. Everybody gets a participation trophy. <laughs> and if you don't, if you don't get a participation trophy, it's instant depression, anxiety, yeah. worry. You get all these kind of things because you figure I'm not good enough as a person because how can they get that? And I can't get that. Yeah. And then that breeds a whole generation of people who just, if they can't get anything, they will stop. They won't even try other things yeah. or they just live these words where they got to numb themselves in order to cope and all yeah. those kind of things. It just makes a whole bunch of negative path for you not be able to take an L, not be strong enough to be like, okay, cool. I got that loss. I could come back and get another one. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. yeah. So how do you, how do you teach anybody to take an L? That um, it's just an opportunity. That yeah. L was an opportunity. That L was a moment for you to either grow. I tell people when they get an L, especially if they get a no, that it, to double back on that no and ask them why. Yeah. Why did you tell me no? If they can say, oh, you didn't have this, this, and this, and this. Okay, cool. Now on me, I get to go back and work on those things. And yeah. then I can come back and say, okay, I got this, this, and this now. What's, what it, what, what's the deal? Yeah, you know? yeah. And if it's anything other than, oh, we've already filled your position or we got a lot of people in line. Yeah. Then I'm not, I'm not going to accept it. Right. What do you mean? I got everything that you require. So now what's going on? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What changed? Yeah. What changed? <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. I did it. Now, yeah. Yeah. But just can't sit down and lay down on it. So never lay down on your L's, but always try to find a way to get back up because that's, what's going to make you stronger in life because you're going to catch L's everywhere you go. Failure is yeah. part of success. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, and I almost, um, you know, I take it one step further for me to kind of drill it into people's head that like, I just go, failure doesn't exist, man. You, you, somebody told you, no, <laughs> that was, that could have been, that could have been anything. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, and, cause I'm also like, I'm very stoic in, in the way that I approach like failure. Um, I, I don't think that everything is a blessing in disguise, but I do think everything is an opportunity for you to, yeah, like you're saying, grow, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So you didn't really fail because, you know, you got four new things that you can work on. You, you met somebody and if you didn't burn the bridge, then you can go back. I think that's what a lot of people miss too. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I've had people tell me no. And then a, two years later, I see him again, like you were talking about earlier, yeah. see him again. And you're like, Hey, what's up, man? They're like, dude, I really liked you. And and at the time it was just, it was just bad timing. And so come on, you know, that part, yeah, yeah, just man. don't, just don't burn your bridges and take it. Right. <laughs> somebody across paths again. And Hey, you may have oh, grown yeah. as a person. You may yeah. have got more skills. You may have, whatever and now you're even more valuable to the cause or whatever yeah. you try to go for yeah that goes into like don't don't uh we are also brought to you guys by monarch social now monarch social isn't just another social media marketing company because they're going to take care of you on all your digital marketing fronts from seo to beautifully designed websites to custom videography and if you want to know more about that you got to check out the video they did for me uh, on the Thinking Project Facebook group um, because it was absolutely phenomenal. They absolutely killed it. Morgan and his team take really good care of you. They walk you through every step of the process and the communication is on point. So if you need a custom video, a beautifully designed website, if you need uh, custom social media ad campaigns, 
Monarch Socials, where it's at. They also have a podcast they release every Friday where they bring you a ton of value. So check them out, monarchsocialbrand.com, or you can find them wherever uh, you're on social media because they're probably there too. So check them out, monarchsocialbrand.com, and get your digital marketing rolling. Don't burn people on the way up either because you'll meet them on the way you down. You'll meet them on the way down when you need to come back up again and they'll be like, oh, oh you remember yeah, that one time? You remember that time, bro? <laughs> I didn't have the power then, but I do now. Yeah, that's right, so man. That's you. <laughs> so, so, so what, what are you doing? Um, you, so you're, you're working on the movie. Yes. Right now. Um, you, are you still in the speaking engagements? I still frequently? The, I'm still in the speaking engagements. So you guys mostly do schools or like youth, it, youth just, clubs or something? Schools, youth club, tis the season now for all the giving backs and all that kind of stuff. So like, yeah. you know, November, December timeframe is all about giving back to the community. Um, there's food drives and all these type of things that's going on right now that, that I get involved with for us, the community and stuff like that and go down that skid row thing down in Salt Lake and just try to give out as much as we can and yeah. talk to whoever we can because this is the depression season also because, you know, yeah. some people that don't have family around and they're dealing with whatever, the breakups or whatever like that during the holidays when you see everybody else cheerful <laughs> and, and skipping through the mall. Looks like looking, they're cheerful. Yeah, they're cheerful. <laughs> skipping through the mall, getting stuff with their family and you're like, ah, oh, I'm by myself and this sucks and all yeah. So, yeah, this is the season where it needs to be the most. And so, either yeah. online or something like that, just giving people hope and keeping the despair off of people as much as possible. Yeah. So, yeah. so doing all those things. Yeah. In fact, we just saw today, uh, one of the causes that's really close to me is like suicide prevention. Yes. Especially with youth. Like it's, it's hard. Ah, that's so sad. I think what the guy I was talking to earlier today, we ran outside of him and it was kind of one of those things we were coming out to lunch and this guy approached me and I thought he was trying to sell me something. Uh, well, I thought he was trying to sell me something I didn't want. Right. right <laughs> and right. I was like, I want to, I want to get go to donation. I was like, all right. But, uh, but yeah, he, he said something like we were like Utah's number four for youth suicide. Yeah. What the heck, man? Yeah. We're in a bowl. It's like in every in all aspects, we're in a bowl. Nobody feels like no one's hearing them. <clears throat> they don't feel like where they're going is they're not going anywhere. Yeah. And you talk to a lot of youth who are in this situation. So sad, bro. So sad. So, I mean, yeah, what do you, I mean, you kind of talked about it a little bit, but I, I just want to ask the question, like, what do you do to, you know, pull them out and just be like, dude, this isn't it, right? Just constantly because, remind them that you're going to, I let them know that I've gone through so many points that could have taken my life if I actually honed in on it. Like, yeah. man, I've been divorced three times and man, I've, I didn't get the job I wanted. I didn't get the career I wanted. I'm not playing in the NBA like I thought. I'm not, I don't have the, I didn't have the dream girl. I didn't, I didn't get the dream job. I don't have the dream car and yeah. I don't have all these things. And that could have made me believe that I'm going to fail forever. Yeah. I mean, it feels like that. I could, yeah. I could fail forever and no one would care. Yeah. And you can get in that mindset, but here's the thing. Those are all small moments in your life. Like you got to understand it takes one little incident in your incident in your life that can just change your whole world. Yeah. Either in the positive or the negative, but just one little thing, like just hold out and see what these things are. Like, yeah, this looks good, bad now, but just hold out. You might come across that thing. That's just wonderful. I never saw myself here. Yeah. Never saw myself here. Couldn't even dream it up, but I'm here. Yeah. I decided to not take my life or decided not to give up or whatever the case may be. And I tell them, just don't fight it out. Yeah. Work it out. 
this is small. Yeah. I ask him, I remind him, how old are you? I tell him, I'm, dude, I'm about to be 40 next year. And at the same time, there's been so many things in my life that was like, dude, I'm, I'm never going to see it. And I just started seeing it like when I was 32, 33. So you're a 16 year old thinking that this is the end. You got about 16 more years. Yeah. You got 16 more years to get to where I mean, you think my yeah. life is fly. You think my life is fly right now. And yeah. this came from pain. Like this came from pain. This came from letdown. This came from doubt. This came from people saying you ain't gonna do nothing. This came from waking up every morning, clocking into a place you can't stand. All that kind of stuff. Losing family, all these things, losing friends. Mm. Here, this is the reason why I smile. This is the reason why I talk to you guys because I made it past all of that. Yeah. And you're going to tell somebody that story too. So don't end it right now. Don't end it right now. You're going to tell somebody about the time that you thought you was, it was over. Yeah. And now you're, you're doing well. Yeah. And they go, I didn't ever think about it like that. <laughs> I know because your world is just your world right now. That's all you can see. And isn't high school a bitch? Bro? Oh my God. <laughs> it ain't going to forever be like this, kids. No, like it's, it's not, not. It's, it's going to be small versions of it because we kind of don't miss that. <laughs> we don't get out of that high school stuff. It just right. grows into a that bigger was a, monster. That was a but, bowling for soup song, high school now. <laughs> <laughs> it, never it never is. It never is. You're going to find that same person. But it's, but, but it's different when you're, when you're, when you're older, when you're out, because then you can choose, you can be more intentional about who you hang out with. Exactly. You can be more intentional about like, dude, I don't, I don't have the energy to deal with you. Yeah. You know, and you can tell people that and that's fine. That's I told my daughter, I was like, yeah, <laughs> this is, you're, you're never going to get over these feelings. Yeah. These feelings are going to be here forever. You can have people that don't like you. You can have people that you can have clicks that you want to get involved with. That's not going to let you in. Yeah. You can have all these type of things, but the difference between being a child and an adult is you can literally do whatever you want. Start your own click, start your own friend. Yeah. Go do whatever you want to do. There's nothing holding you back. Yeah. You can go to work the next day and say, I don't want to be here no more and walk out. And can nobody <laughs> put you in jail or you can't get in trouble for it. Right. Like, like, like school. <laughs> yeah. School. You, you get in trouble for yeah, that. Yeah, you got to yeah. go to school. But yeah. unfortunately you can look at a job and be like, I'm out, dude. Yeah. I don't need to be here. I got to be. Here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's so cool about having like skills and why I like teaching people about sales is because uh, when you have those skills, yeah, man, I think one of the best, I mean, it was scary, but one of the best moments of my life was when uh, I realized that, uh, that I can sell anything like sales to sales to sales. And I, we, one day we had a, we were, we were, we found out that there was a general manager who was going to take over the store and I had worked with him previously in a, in a different capacity. And when he was going to come take over the store, I worked in an automotive dealership. I was like, I, it just all hit me. I was like, I don't have to be here. I was like, there's my name tag. And I walked out and, and you know, what's cool before I left the building, I had a job. In fact, my wife picked me up from there and drove me to fill out the application at the new job. That's how it worked, and, man. And you know, Dude. like it, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to be like, you know what? Like I value myself more than this situation. And, and you got to tell people that. That's a weird thing to even have somebody tell you what your value is. Yeah, it isn't it? That's a weird concept. That's, <laughs> that's why I like sales, concept. man, because I yeah. don't have to tell you. Yeah. And that's why you strive for entrepreneurship. I don't know yeah. too many people that man try to be your own boss. <laughs> you know your value better than somebody else. And I'm still learning that. I'm still trying to get to that level. It is right a now. tough one, though, huh? Oh yeah. When you when you're asking for what you're worth, yeah, probably, it's scary. It's just scary. Yeah. Like everybody should, but I understand that it's terrifying. It's to be terrifying. Like, <laughs> to be like, you know, I had a buddy who sent a. He works for an agency. He's writing the story and he goes, you know, I, I wrote, I sent a customer, a, 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 
a quote, like the biggest quote I've ever sent. He's like, I threw up afterwards. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, dude, that's scary. That's you know, scary. it's like, I'm charging somebody 20 grand. It's worth it. I'm worth every penny of it. Oh, yeah. You got a better deal than I did, but it's scary. <laughs> oh, you say it underneath your breath too. You're like, yeah, that's, that's two two thousand dollars. <laughs> they go, what'd you say? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, <clears throat> it's gonna be two thousand dollars for, for for my services. <laughs> and, and then you wait back and they go, oh, well, there's no problem. And you go, oh my god, I should have said, yeah. said more. I should have said yeah. more. I didn't think. I didn't know. I didn't. That know. is that is the yeah. hard part. <laughs> like if they say yes right away, you left money on the table. Yes. Yeah, they say it too fast. You're like, wait, wait a minute. I changed my mind. No, I meant two thousand for. If how you guys an hour. Yeah, how you <laughs> two thousand an hour. <laughs> That's so cool though, man. Yeah. So um the the acting, JD and everything you guys are you guys got going on. Um you guys are trying to get into Sundance on Netflix. How do you how do you do that? How do you get into Sundance and Netflix? Man, you um so we put it we're we got a movie right now. It's called The Shoebox, and it okay. touches. It touches, I think it touches on PTSD, not only through military, but the PTSD that happens before you join, because everybody sometimes joins to escape something. Oh, so people don't never look at that aspect when you look at war films. They always think, okay, yeah, he killed a lot of people, he did all this kind of stuff, and now he has to come function in regular life again. But you got to understand that some of those people was in regular life and they weren't doing too well, and they used the military to escape. And so that part mixed with that. And then having to come back into society and be mm. normal, just like you got double the PTSD and people don't understand that. So they don't know how to function. And so this movie addresses that issue. And it's been, I think we've won like 20 some awards. Oh, wow. Just in, well, I mean, you deserve film, it. I just mean. film festivals everywhere. Like wow. just putting it in as much as possible just to build up that rapport, like build yeah. up that credibility, like, credibility accolades. Like, yeah. accolades and stuff like that. So when the Netflixes and the Sundance see your film, they go, Ooh. Yeah. So do they might be something, might yeah. be something to this. So. Do they do they buy it from you and put it up so, or do they um so Sundance is like a middleman. So okay. you, you put your stuff in Sundance and then you have all these people come around and they, they view your film. Oh you yeah, that's producers right. Producers and movie people and actors and look at it and they go, Yeah, we can rock with that and then they make offers to some or they take it or they whatever. But Sundance is like the Mecca. That's like the, the yeah, I know, I know. And that's it happens in Park City. Isn't that bananas? Wow, dude. Yeah. That's been like the music film festival or excuse oh, yeah. me, the film festival. Yeah, it's the one right there. Yeah, yeah. right in our backyard. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I have some friends who like uh, used to bartend up there or like work in the restaurants up there. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's like f- famous people walking all the time. Dude, it's <laughs> They got to be man. cool. <laughs> and they just chill too because they're like, yeah. okay, it's just Utah. It's not like the paparazzi in LA and then like <laughs> They're chilling. Like they come out here and they're like, they just want to have a good time. They want to party and watch a couple movies, but they're out mm-hmm. here partying amongst the regular people. And it's like, yeah, it's almost parts like it. the gods from Athens come down <laughs> to the normal people. And you're like, oh, I get the party with dude. Yeah, I look over cool. it's Jason Momoa. Holy crap, that's Aquaman. <laughs> I know. That is Aquaman right there. Yeah, yeah. no, you're, you're tripping out. Yeah. I've shot my shot at a few times. So I follow some people on Twitter and every once in a while they'll be like, hey, I'm going to be in Park City. I'm going to be in Utah. Well, what should I do? I'm like, I have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what you I haven't got anybody to say yes, That's but I'm not going to stop asking. Oh no, you get that note. Show I'm up. Gonna be like, I'm going to be like, you got a, hey, I'm ready. I'll come to you. Yeah. I got a whole, I got a, we'll throw it in the van, bro. And every now and then you'll catch somebody just brave enough to do it. I'm like, you know what? I ain't did nothing. No more. <clears> yeah. I'll come on your podcast. And you're like, <gasps> I know, yeah. I've waited for it. That'd be so cool. <laughs> but you know, what's cool though, is I get to meet on this. I, I, 
the tagline is a podcast for the little guys because I do like giving, you know, the little guys. And I mean like small business owners or people who never have a voice, never be on a podcast, never sit in front of a mic like that. Give them a shot to tell their story because I I like that. I think there's something special about that. And I think that that's cool, especially with what you were talking about earlier, talking with youth, you know, um, showing them that like you can be happy just being a small business owner, doing something little, you know, like I tell people, if you can be happy making 50 grand a year doing your own thing, do it. Man. If you, if you can be happy making a hundred or two hundred or a million, whatever, do it, man. Do it. Yeah, yeah. ain't nothing holding you back. No, <laughs> nothing. Not, holding, not today. All you need is a smartphone. That's man. it, bro. You can make your own content. Do anything, man. Yeah. By the way, that iPhone thirteen. I'm I'm just plugging it right now, just in case. I don't know where your yeah. stuff reaches. <laughs> My name is Demar Jones, and iPhone thirteen is amazing. If you want oh, to send me one, I just yeah, want to. Right. I just Apple. If you're listening, I just saw it this weekend. Somebody I better. just can't even believe that thing, man. I, they do the sim. It does the cinematic mode. Bro, or you can focus. I'm like, dude, you have to spend like you can't buy a lens for these cameras that will do that. They undersold that. Yeah. Because when I saw that, I was like, y'all, I, yes, who's your marketing guy? That's somebody. Yeah. Needs, they're not marketing this right. You just got to yeah. let people see this. This is crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I met a, the, I had a group on here, a, a hip hop group on here, UA the Duo, and they made a music video that was absolutely phenomenal. And I was like, how'd you do this? He's like, we did it with two iPhones. And it wasn't the 13s. It was just, you know, I think it was like 11s or something like that. And I'm like, that's incredible. He's like, he's like a QuickTime or, or a iMovie mm-hmm. and two iPhones. And I'm like, there you go. He's like, he's like, we splurge. He's like, we splurge a little bit on these gimbals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's like, it. So like $70 gimbals. Yeah, I got a little $70 gimbal. I, <laughs> my, my parents, my parents, which they still kind of country. <laughs> Where are you from? In the South? So, <laughs> A strong Arkansas population, maybe 800 something. <laughs> cool, like, Arkansas. Just, All right, cool. Oh, man, dude. And I came with the family. We had a family reunion. I came with my little gimbal and my phone and stuff like that. And I showed them the playback. Yeah. I thought I did like a magic trick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How did you do that? Oh, that amazing. <laughs> that's, that's technology. Yeah, that's technology. It's easy. Yeah. Everybody can do it now. So Yeah, those iPhone 13s, you don't even need it. In fact, I, we were on that Connect Utah and somebody was talking about cameras. He's like, I want a really good camera for under $1,000. And a few people had said a few things and, you know, like, like these cameras are going to be right at a thousand. Uh, and then one of like a really professional, really good professional photographer that I know who's been on this podcast goes, Hey, if you want, if you don't want to spend more than a thousand bucks, he's like, uh, go take your old iPhone, trade it in at AT&T, get the new iPhone. He's like, it's going to be great. It's going to be better starting than off, anything. Yeah, yeah. Starting off. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Then you build up to these bad boys right here. Yeah. And then you build, <laughs> there you go. And these are just babies. These are just babies. Then yeah. you go bigger and you go oh, bigger. Yeah. They, they they get the job done. Oh yeah, they get the job yes, done. Yes, they do exactly what they're supposed to do, um, and it's wonderful. And uh, and I think it's just I think it's so cool, man. So w- with what you're doing, with everything you got going on, what's like the the biggest message that you want to share with people around you and th- with with what you're doing? Man, you know what? This is I'm glad you asked that because it's something that I've been on my heart lately, and I've even been writing about it because I, I I constantly write to be prepared for when I speak and stuff like that. And I think one of the key um, values in society right now that is missing is the the lack of understanding. And I think everybody nowadays should just start learning to understand each other. Um, more than trying to gain trust or love or anything like that, loyalty, just try to understand people. Like, um, hear their story. Hear the reason why they think the way they do. Don't jump to conclusions super fast. Like, 
understanding is the big key to building every relationship you're in, even in the marriage, even in friendship, whatever. If you understand the person you're around, you're more likely to not get hurt, not expect too much or all that because it's the lack of understanding because when you understand something, it allows you to trust it. And when you can trust it, you can love it. Mm. So understanding is the first building block. Always understanding first. I said, learn the person, mm. get to know them, mm. see their patterns. Don't jump to two conclusions like, oh my God, I love this person. And I just <laughs> met them yesterday. Oh, you yeah. know, get some understanding under your belt. Understand why they do like what that. they do. Understand why they talk the way they talk. Understand why they move the way they move. And then you can trust in the fact that they will do everything they showed you they will do. Mm. And if you can tolerate that still, then you can allow yourself to love that person for who they are ultimately all the way around from top to bottom because you understand. them. And so that's what I'm telling kids now is to go through life with understanding. Understand what you're going to get yourself into. Understand who you talk to and understand the situation you're in. Yeah. When you understand things, you can trust it. And when you can trust it, you can love it. And once you fall in love with it, the sky's the limit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like that's, that's it, huh? it. Yeah. That's it. Wow. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's the most important thing. I think that's super profound, man. I think when you talk about, I, I like what you said specifically about when you understand somebody, you can set re- the right expectations with yes. people. Cause I think that gets a lot, a lot of people in trouble. It does. Uh, I, you know, and I, and I like that you put that there because I used to get in arguments with people. I'm like, you know, expectations, expectations aren't bad. It's what happens when the people break those expectations yes. that, that get you in trouble. Right. Yes. It's like, so what are you going to do if that, if that happens? But, but you painted a perfect picture. It's like, if you understand them, then you can have correct expectations and then you're going to be less likely to get hurt. You're like, that's what, I mean, that's what, that's what I learned is. about you. It's the frog, <laughs> and, you. And, you know, the frog and the scorpion. Have you ever heard that parable? Oh yes, 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 yes. That's, that's, that's the that's the life to live by, man. Yeah, he yeah. had the friend, the, the scorpion, and he did get across the pond, and he knew how to get across the pond. Yeah, but he kept telling the scorpion, like, "Dude, you're gonna sting and kill me." Yeah. He's like, "No, bro, I just need a ride. I just need a ride." Yeah, that's it. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sting you. And, and then he gets across. He, he gets halfway there, stings him. They both die. They didn't make it across. Like, why'd you sting me? Because that, that's what I do. Because I'm a scorpion. I'm a scorpion. I got yeah. sting. That's it. Yeah. Let's say you go into life like understanding, you'll know things, and it won't. It won't lead for massive disappointments. It won't let you be so depressed when things happen. It's like, that was on me. I have to take that one. Yeah. I put, I put myself in that position. Yeah. I can't blame that person. They were only who they were supposed to be. Well, yeah. yeah. They were only who they were supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. I did too much. And now I'm the one stuck, hurt. I think. they're going on like this. Yeah. <laughs> we started here. Now we're doing this. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I know. I, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. That's how I, because that's how you have to act to be at peace. I think mm-hmm. you just got to realize that people are going to be people and they're going to be shitty people. Oh yeah. And there's going to be really good people. And so you got to, you got to learn real quick, you know, who's shitty and how fast, you know, how fast you need to learn that. And who's good. You know? Bro, my current, my current girlfriend right now, I stopped her <clears throat> for a long time. Mm-hmm. Almost not, not like John from you. <laughs> And like that. It was kind of, I told her, I make fun of it all the time. I was like, as I watched the show, I go, dang, I did you like that. <laughs> but it was healthier though. It wasn't, I didn't, I didn't follow you to your job yeah, or nothing yeah. like that. No, it wasn't like, but I, I did like look at her, like 
from a distance, like every aspect, like trying to see integrity. Everything. What are you, what are you what doing are you about? Yeah. So when I talked to her, we, I learned everything about, I learned everything. I took a different route than I would in my past relationships where I was like, oh my gosh, she's fine. And uh, <laughs> we got a couple of things coming. We both, we got to be together. Yeah, yeah. That type of yeah. thing. But now it's just like, you have to Slow see the whole person, bit, yeah. the whole person understand them. So when they, when you do this, understand why they do this, why mm-hmm. they do that. Mm-hmm. And allow me to really fall in love with her person. Yeah. And that's a whole different feeling when you're able to be that to her and then she can be that to you. And then you just, that understanding. And then it clicks. Yeah. It clicks. It clicks. Uh, and, you know, cause, and then, and then there's a second part of that. Cause I try to teach this to, to some people and uh, specifically like my wife. Um, and she's, she's just a genuine human being mm-hmm. and she wants the, she wants to see the good out of everybody. So you're like, I'm like, yeah, but I can't. She's like, why didn't you get mad at him? And I'm like, well, because like I knew he was going to do that. I'd, I needed to, you know what I mean? Right. Like I knew that was going to happen. Like yeah. what is it, what else did I expect? Right. Like I look at it like, like boxing. So when you meet another person, it's like a boxing match. And when you're in boxing and you get punched in the face, you don't look at your opponent and go, why the hell did you punch me in the face, bro? Mm-hmm. Cause, Cause we're boxing. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but why can't people be more? And I'm like, yeah, it's a catch 22, I guess. <laughs> you know, <laughs> cause you do, cause we do need people to be better. Oh yeah. We do need people to understand like, certain things are bad, but my happiness can't be, and, and peace can't be dependent on them learning that or not. Right. That part. Man, yeah. That's, that's profound right there all by itself. That's <laughs> well, because you do, be, you're yeah. like, you're a dumbass, yeah. but I can't do anything about I that. I can't do nothing about that. I can't, I can try to put knowledge on you, but <clears> what you take and retain, that's on you. <laughs> that's how you treat me. It's going to be on you. Yeah, is, I yeah. could just bring what I bring to the table and just hopefully that relationship thing comes together. I said, <laughs> I said there's no relationship without y'all having differences because then that's, it's literally you two trying to relate with each other. Yeah. Not be. So that's one of my sayings is just not trying to relate. Yeah, that's a really You're not trying problem. to be them. You're trying to relate to them. Mm. And that's the understanding portion of it. Yeah. I can't be in a relationship unless I'm trying to understand this person and then build a bond off of the understanding portion. Yeah. And, and walking in shoes and empathy yep. And, yep. and all that good stuff. Yeah, man. Like, you know what? I relate to that. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Not, yeah. not, why can't you be me? <laughs> well, why can't and then, you do what I do? Yeah. <laughs> Why, can't, why are you so stupid? Why you can't think like God think? Why, right. Yeah. Or like, you know, better do better. Yeah. You know, do better. Yeah. <laughs> that was dumb. Why'd you do that? Yeah. Uh, Cause you, you know, I do that, baby. You know, I do that. You, I've been doing this since we, we met. Yeah. yeah. You know this. Yeah. But if you start to understand somebody and you go through this path that you beautifully described, uh, then, but, and that's when change happens. Yes. If you're both there and you're ready to go, that's what I love about finding people like, like you, where it's like, we're going to come together as we are and we're going to genuinely have a good conversation and we're both going to learn. And we both, and, and we both know that like, we both know each other. Right. Oh yeah. And it's like, we have one common goal. That's the truth. And if we're both on that same path, we're both going to love what happens next. And then the cool thing about that is I'm learning from you. So I just grown, yeah. I've grown as a person also. So I'm going to take the things you told me <laughs> and I'm going to tell somebody else. <laughs> Cause you told me some good stuff. I'm gonna tell somebody else, and now they're like, Dude, exactly. you've grown." I was like, "This is because I came to understand my guy over here, bro. He just saved some here, stuff man. in my life." Yeah, I know, cool. and I and I feel selfish because I get to I, I put all I keep all of these. This yeah. is like so. Uh, I'm really ba- I got mad ADHD. I'm really bad at journaling. So I was like, "Well, let's start a podcast and let me just interview thousands of people and get all my thoughts on paper and let, watch my thoughts evolve." So I get to go back and listen to these all the time, and it's beautiful, man. I really uh. 
it's it's a great opportunity. Wow, you just to leave, my head up. to leave with people to see people like you, and have it all work out. I'm done journaling now. This is uh, yeah, that's yeah. Hey, you know what? That's whack. <laughs> well, I like to listen. To voice recordings. Yeah, I like to hear my books on, <laughs> on phone. Uh, audio, yeah, baby. Yeah, audio. Well, cool, man. Well, hey, uh, I appreciate your time. Oh, no problem. I, I, lo- I loved our conversation. I love what you're doing. So where can everybody find you, follow you, Dude, get um, involved? I'm, mo- I'm mostly, most of the time I'm on Instagram. Um, Damar, D-A-M-A-R-R, Jones, all one word, two. I had to put it two because I got in trouble with my first Instagram and I got in trouble and I had to cancel it. So this is the second version that's good. <laughs> We're behaving ourselves in this one. So when you see the two, that just means he had yeah. an account before. And it, it didn't work out. So, damn, so this is damn yeah, Instagram. Yeah, darn it. It gets you in trouble every time. You're liking too much stuff. Yeah, right. no, but <laughs> we're back. Lamar Jones, too. And uh, Elate the Minds. Um, that's the one where cool. um, I do my D's Daily Jewels and, and all those type of things. And even on my, my other page that I just mentioned, we do a show every Friday called The Journey. Me and my girl, Christina Cruz, who's out in California. She's a life coach, a personal coach. Oh, cool. And she, she helps people with life, like, in an amazing way. And we bring real conversations to the table. And it's every Friday at 8 o'clock um, uh, mountain, mountain time. And then... Seven o'clock Pacific and ten if you want to. Because <laughs> you got, but yeah, you, you got listeners all, everywhere. Yes, yeah, so, but yeah, that's a uh, that's what we're doing right now, and um, that's where you can find find me. Right on. Thank you so much. Uh, that yeah. all that'll be in the description. Thank you so yeah, much, man. Man, no problem, bro. This was lovely. A good conversation. <laughs> yeah, like, good, this one yeah. probably one of the best podcasts I've been on. Because you, you got a good. <laughs> This dude got good energy, man. I don't know. He's got good energy. He's got a good face. Like, I can actually look at him for a long time. It's some people that I can't look at for a long time. Like, oh, the conversation no. gets real weird. Like, uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, we're out. We're yeah. out. Yeah, I don't want to say this guy. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Thank you, man.